I'm going to invite Jean to share with us this morning. Keep that in mind as you listen to Jean, because I think it's all going to fit together quite beautifully. I'm going to pray for Jean. Father, we ask you right now to fill Jean with your Holy Spirit. Help her find the right words and help us to hear your heart through her today. Amen. Thank you. Happy Easter, guys. As Becky said, um, John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, will not die, but have eternal life. Thank you. (laughs) So, here we go. God makes himself known by becoming Jesus. And since his conception, Jesus has always got a reaction from people. He brought joy to the shepherds. He fascinated the wise men. He blessed Mary and Joseph. He amazed the teachers in the temple as a boy. Glasses off. He delivered many from evil spirits. He healed men, women, and children. And he brought some back from the dead. He forgave people's sins. He told people not to worry. He invited the lowest of the low and the despised to follow him. He changed lives. He calmed a storm on a boat trip with his friends. He fed 5,000 hungry people with one pat lunch. He welcomed little children and said we should be like him. He taught about God's kingdom, turning Jewish laws outside in. He gave dignity to lepers and dignity to women. He forgave the people who killed him and the man who died next to him. He inspired faith in the centurion who watched him die. He defeated death on the third day and revealed himself alive to his traumatized followers. Yet at the same time, Jesus caused rumors regarding his conception. He enraged Herod. He worried Mary. Jesus confused Nicodemus. Jesus frightened evil spirits. Jesus offended the religious leaders by breaking rules and mixing with sinners. Jesus baffled Pilate and Herod. And Jesus worried religious leaders even after his death, so much so that they placed soldiers to guard his tomb. If we focus in on the life of one of Jesus' followers, Simon Peter, we see many, many responses over the course of his time with Jesus. Peter, the fisherman, heard about Jesus through his brother Andrew and saw a miraculous catch of fish via Jesus and told him, in shame, Get away from me, Jesus, I'm a sinful man. But later Peter dropped his nets and followed him. Peter told Jesus, you're the Christ, you're the Messiah. When Jesus asked them all, who do you say that I am? 
Peter said to Jesus, I'll never deny you. Peter then denied Jesus three times. Peter wept bitterly about this. Peter watched Jesus die. Peter ran to the empty tomb in response to Mary's discovery that Jesus had come alive again. Peter saw the risen Jesus, jumped into the water and ate fish for breakfast with Jesus on the beach. Peter said yes to Jesus three times when Jesus asked him, Peter, do you love me? Peter waits for the promised Holy Spirit of Jesus to fill him with power and then preaches to thousands in Jerusalem, saying, God raised Jesus from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. And Peter actually goes on to lead the early church, just as Jesus had asked him to do. Now, Jesus still gets plenty of reactions, as you'll know from everyday life. For many, Jesus is a swear word. Far too often, I have to say. (laughs) Jesus offends many and makes people feel uncomfortable. Jesus brings challenge to our society. Jesus is met with cynicism and disbelief. Jesus is dismissed as a crazy nutter. And he often is categorized as merely a great moral teacher from history. Yet still today, I believe that Jesus reveals himself by his Holy Spirit to many across our world. He transforms lives. He heals the sick and raises people to life. He delivers the oppressed. He empowers the weak. He brings courage to the frightened. And he mends broken hearts. He brings purpose to the disillusioned. In my own life, Jesus has brought an amazing exchange. In hopelessness and depression, Jesus has given me hope. In my mourning and loss, he has given me comfort and new life. In my anxiety, he has given me joy and peace. In my doubt, he's given me belief. In my brokenness and pain, he has given me healing and wholeness. In my fears, he has given me courage. In my sin, he gives me forgiveness. So I'm just going to come back to Peter's um, declaration of who Jesus was when Jesus said to him, who do you say that I am? And he said to his followers then, and he says again today in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He still comes today to reveal the unconditional love of God to each one of us. As Graham said, he knows our name. He wants to bring healing, freedom, relationship, transformation, wholeness, and hope. Jesus has made the first move. And now it's our move. So who do you 
say that he is. For some people, here today, it's a story we know really well. For others, perhaps we're seeing it a little bit differently, a little bit more light on it, a bit more clarified. Perhaps we're seeing it in HD. And perhaps we're just pulling those things together and thinking, yeah, I believe Jesus was the Son of God, is the Son of God. And that demands a response. Are we going to hide away in shame? Are we going to leg it and run to him, even if we've got to jump through some water to get there? Are we just going to stay on the fringes and have a wonder and perhaps feel our stomach churning and think, actually, I don't know. I don't think I'm good enough. I just want to say, that's a lie. That's a lie from the enemy. It's the enemy that would have you on the fringes, waiting, putting yourself down. Jesus knows everybody's name. Jesus welcomes everybody. Nobody's too young. Nobody's too old. Nobody's had too much pain in their lives. Nobody's had too much sin in their lives. He's here for everybody. And he meets you with open arms. So if we could all close our eyes, I'm going to say a prayer. And if you have never prayed this prayer, or you want to pray pray it again, then just pray this in your heart as I say it. Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord. Forgive me my sins. Wash me, change me, and set me free. Let me never be the same again. Jesus, I believe you died for me. Thank you that you rose from the dead and send your Holy Spirit to fill me. Help me to live for you and fulfill everything you have for me to do. Thank you that I am now forgiven and I have eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. So we just stay with um, our eyes closed. And if you prayed that from your heart today, I'd really love to pray with you. So um, just with eyes closed, if anybody wants to just raise their hand um, and I'll pray for you at the end. If you prayed that for the first time or, you know, uh, in a way that you want to redefine your faith and come back to Jesus, just raise your hand. Thank you. I'll pray for you later. The exchange that I mentioned at the end that Jesus gives, that I've experienced in my own life, that I don't have time to share with you today, will take a long time. <laughs> I think for many of us, we have, we have seasons of, um, even though we've known Jesus for a long time, we might be carrying around stuff that he has died for, that he wants to release us from. So just as the band's playing, we'll just um, have some time where 
We can come forward for prayer. It might be that you're relating to hopelessness, even if you've been a Christian for a long time. It just means the enemy's been working. (laughs) It just means you've been doing life. You might need to be broken or have depression broken off you. Jesus is alive and active today, and he wants to lift that off you. You might be scratching your head and just going, "Mm, these Christians are a little bit crazy. I don't really know if I'm up for this. So you've got doubt. The Holy Spirit will help you believe. If you want to believe and you don't, you can ask him, Holy Spirit, help me to believe. You might be having a time of pain and brokenness. And he wants to offer you healing and wholeness today. If you're living in fear and anxiety, he wants to give you courage. And if you feel like the worst of sinners, you won't be the first and you definitely won't be the last. He's here to wash away all your sin. So just in, a, in this time of quiet with a little bit of music we're just here some of us are here to pray for you um if you want to come forward now's the time he's here